大家好 ，I'm Bella from Bella Simple Chinese School. If you are beginner, intermediate, advanced, looking for HSK study, business Chinese, or simply want to improve your everyday communication, I'm the teacher for you. Come and join me for a free trial class at Bella Simple Chinese School. Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. Tell Craig your story. Today we'll be speaking to Maria Kovalova. Now Maria was born in Kiev, Ukraine, and she's currently living now in Shanghai, China, where she has her own astrology business, where she does reading for her fans, and she's also an amazing singer. There's a couple of videos on her Instagram account where you can check that out. She's an amazing vocalist. But Maria is on the podcast today to talk about her 2022 year, where it all started, where she was actually in Kiev when the war broke out between Russia and the Ukraine, and what she had to do with her family, and how she actually escaped the war. And I really appreciate Maria coming onto the podcast today. But before we go, please go to our website. We're at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at Podbean.com. We have a link tree there which tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services at Tell Craig Your Story. We also have a YouTube account there. Make sure you're subscribing to get all the latest updates. And we have WeChat for our Chinese listeners as well. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Maria on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hi Maria, how are you doing today? I'm fine, and you? I'm doing very, very good, thank you. Thank you very much for your time. So, tell us what has been happening for 2023 so far for you. I do believe that you've recently come back to Shanghai. Is that correct? Exactly. I was leaving before.、Uh, my first time was 2018 till 2020, and as every like most of foreigners left in 2020 because of pandemic. So I was one of them, and I just get opportunity to came back here in 2022, but only in the end, unfortunately. Right. So you got to celebrate Chinese New Year and Christmas.、Here? Um. Yeah, I've been during this time, but I didn't celebrate. <laughs> right. So has it been difficult for you to come back after three years, or has it been just like another second home for you? 
I get used to, I get used to live here. It's like my second home, I could say, because I was a very young girl when I uh, just arrived here and uh, I had no experience. And like, you know, like slowly, slowly, I get to this like Chinese community. I was studying in university. I was working oh. as a part-time illegally everywhere, everywhere. This is China. <laughs> China, China motivates you work everywhere. That was the standard, but like before the pandemic, it was very easy to get a visa. It was very easy to get a job. I think they've sort of changed the rules a little bit now. So, but it, I'm glad that you're back in China and you're all happy. Well, then tell me a little bit about 2022. I want to quote you. So it says here, because of Russia, I escaped from my country to Portugal to learn Portuguese to find work. Due to crisis and bad luck in Europe, I made a decision to work in the Maldives to survive where I was abused again. After was deported to Thailand by chance to meet again person X from the past, tried to apply for a China visa, then bought a ticket to Sri Lanka and entered finally my last destination, which is a, like a little cave, which I'm assuming means that you come back to, to China. So... Tell us a, a little bit about what you wrote there on WeChat. Mm. So, uh, as you see, that was like unplanned plan for 2002. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I d honestly, I didn't plan and expect that I will go through like Maldives, Thailand, uh, Sri Lanka, and even China. Even China. Like, I even forget that, yeah, in 2020, I was living in China. I was studying. I even didn't graduate. I forget. I, like, lived mm. in the past. This is all things. And, um, like, what happened? When, like, 24 February 2022, the war started uh, in Ukraine. Uh, it was terrible because everyone was uh, afraid of everything. Um, we could not watch just news because no one trusts anyone. Like Russian sides talk that one, Ukrainian sides talk that one. Uh, and of course, like, in my opinion, uh, Russians motherfuckers, like I, I cannot like defend and protect the, their side. And mm. I'm like super Ukrainian girl, I will fight for my country till the end. And um, yeah, and like with one day people can lose everything. That's what we realized in 2022. And we like, we, we can get used to, to any conditions where we can live. That's also show me 2022. Uh, so after one month um, uh, of uh, Russian invention, yeah, I uh, understand that I cannot stay in Ukraine because I need money. I need to work. Yes. I need to, yeah, I need to help uh, to support to, I don't know. I, I, I need to keep my life going on, you know? And thanks my friend, Portuguese friend, uh, Carlos. Uh, we've been uh, studying here in Shanghai and we still keep in touch. Uh, he uh, could find um, a way to get a job in Portugal uh, mm. near capital Lisboa. Uh, and like my job was supposed to be like a um, sales marketing manager or social mm. media marketing manager. Yes. So just imagine uh, like the sky is closed uh, or all airports are like also closed or most of them bombed they don't doesn't exist anymore and uh, I just took evacuative train uh, to Hungary to get to Portugal because no flights 
yeah, the, the closest mm. is in Hungary. So it was pretty difficult because evacuative trains they don't uh, they don't go very fast. Because uh, in that case, if uh, it's bombing or rockets falling down, the train stops for a couple of hours, yeah, uh, just to keep safety and blah blah blah, and then it yeah. will uh, keep going. So we were like um, driving um, quite long time to Hungary. After Hungary, I, I when I reach, I book tickets to Lisboa, uh, mm. and then yeah, I found a work. But with one month, I understand that I'm not going to cooperate with uh, my boss because uh, in that situation, that Europe is full of Ukrainians. Some mm. not good people in Europe they use us as volunteers. I mean, like it's not paid a job. That mm. was uh, related to me. I was a victim of that uh, situation when people tell me just sorry you can only live here for free but we cannot pay you i said what the fuck oh, yeah. awful yeah and um, i start to think uh, think ah uh, oh, in the bars in the restaurants to earn uh, at least something mm. uh, and i met um, a guy who was owner of cafe and he said you need to go to porto Porto City is a city of opportunities. There you will find a job and the city is much cheaper. You know, I was like a bit skeptical because I already lost my hope. But the mm. person buy for me tickets to Porto and he said, I, I swear you will get something because you deserve it. I said, okay, okay. So I went to Porto. I was living there for seven months. I was trying to find my opportunity, but unfortunately I couldn't find any job. After seven, I, after seven months. Yes, it was impossible. Wow. Like, like these countries, you know, uh, on the south of Europe, like Italy, Spain, Portugal, everything is about siesta. Like they like to have a rest. They like to take a nap. They're like working very slowly, slowly, slowly. Uh, I cannot say they're lazy, but they don't take actions very fast when it's getting seriously is what it was for me mm. uh, so I could not wait for seven months they even told me uh, like Maria you need to learn Portuguese to find a job like proper job for your major right because there are a lot of jobs yeah to clean floor to wash dish to do some like not um, you know educative things yeah but I wanted to fight myself. So, yes. yeah, I uh, I learned uh, three months of Portuguese in an intensive way to get faster job. But, yeah, uh, I can falar português, but <laughs> I'm not working there now. So what were you doing in those seven months? You must have had some savings there to, to, for you to survive, right? Yeah, I, I was living with my savings uh, and I, mm. I have some uh, passive income because I'm an astrologer. Uh, maybe you're skeptical. Yeah, maybe maybe you don't believe, but this is my life. Uh, it's everything mm. about stars, about destiny, magic. I even have tattoo of the sun. Yeah, many, many things happening uh, by reason. I'm still like working in this field. I'm helping people to understand what is going on in their life. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, this is the way how I survive in 2022. So in Portugal, I, I, I'm very thankful that Portugal is the cheapest maybe country in the south of Europe. Because uh, comparing to Italy, France, Germany, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but still, uh, why I left Portugal? Because if you want to rent, uh, if you want to rent a, a accommodation, for example, yeah, the average price is 600 euros. But in the winter, mm. 
someone told me you need to prepare only for electricity bills at least 1000 euros so i said whoa it's impossible <laughs> Yeah. I escaped. I escaped. Uh, I was traveling. I was exploring Portugal. I was everywhere from the north to south, from the yes. east to west, and uh, even visited some islands in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, it's amazing country. Wow. It's nice for tourism, but economy sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's true. So I just wanted to get back and talk a little bit about Ukraine and Russian war. Uh, it's terrible. But are your family still there? Have they? Yeah. As yeah, I left. Yeah. So uh, how, how did it all, all start? Because I have a friend there that's still there. And as well, he used to, I used to work with him here in Shanghai. And apparently he just got a, a message just saying, okay, you can go to this bunker or this bunker. But it was like martial law. So I do believe that, and I might be wrong, but martial law is when the girls and the children can leave the country, but the men have to to fight for the country. So he ready to go if he's required. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about your experience there? I mean, I know it's tragic. Yeah, um, uh, it's really tragic. It's uh, everyone's scary, but I told you the scary was in a February or even March 2022. Now, yeah. Ukrainian people, they don't afraid of anything like they, oh, that's if, if, if they that, that, that's a problem. Yeah, we know how to survive. We hear some like suspicious sound like alarm or I don't know, something like about danger. Yeah, but mm. we don't take action that much. We don't react that much. We're like, ah, oh, OK, somewhere fall down. Oh, OK, we, now we are like this because we need to live our life yeah we need to go on uh, but in my experience uh you know when the war started i couldn't believe mm. i arrived um, a day before war started from georgia to ukraine and right. at the time when i was arriving like yeah um, maybe several days before all flights they start to cancel yeah uh, and no one knew the reason like right I, I, in, yeah, some airlines, uh, like uh, few workers, what is going on? No one even could explain because uh, they, they just cut down, just cut down. And uh, when I arrived, it was like dark evening. I go to sleep. I throw my luggage. I said, ah, tomorrow I wash my clothes. Tomorrow, tomorrow. And um, I sleep maybe five hours five hours yeah and then in the morning early morning my mom called me like maria you need to wake up immediately and get away come to our house because the war started i said mm. mom let me sleep i i it's, it's bullshit <laughs> yeah everyone, everyone yeah like this because it's 20 yeah first century what is about war it was like a long time ago I, I couldn't believe and I was even fighting with my parents because I said, no, no, no. And, you know, after they said, look, look um, into the sky from the window and uh, look what is going on on the street. I opened mm -hmm. the win window and I was really shocked because uh, with just, you know, a few few hours, maybe yeah half an hour uh, on the street. Yeah, there is a bunch of people there packing cars, clothes, like they're escaping. This is this is a gesture of escape. And uh, I understand that yeah, there is something is serious. So I also <laughs> take my unpacked luggage from yesterday. I uh, took to my parents. 
uh, and uh, we just were keeping watching news like whole day because yeah maybe we were thinking it's a kind of a special operation as russian says uh, maybe it's some training, like martial training, but no, no. We, we, with a few hours, we understand that is real sound, uh, real victims, yeah, disaster. And uh, we moved to, to another house in the Irpin. Irpin is uh, the city which uh, was occupied by Russia in the beginning of war. So, like, uh, without electricity, without water, uh, totally destroyed. It's about nowadays, yeah. But we've been in the beginning, yeah, in the beginning, in the end of February. So we were staying there and uh, we even, you know, we, we didn't sleep like in the beds, I remember. We were sleeping in the sofa like homelesses so with a coat, with a scarf, with a yeah, yeah. Uh, hat because it, it was winter outside. Freezing cold. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cold. And for example, if if we hear something suspicious, we go into the basement. Just imagine if it's outside, like minus three, minus four in the basement is the same temperature. So we were like mm -hmm. up and down, up and down, up and down, like 2022. And uh, uh, one, one night, yeah, I was sleeping uh, with my coat. Uh, on my belly was my dog. And I remember 3 a.m. at night, like the windows and all oh yeah God. all all glass is like like it's coming to me yeah yeah i was shocked i was i was shocked I, I just was shocked i didn't i didn't cry we didn't cry we never cry we we were like just keeping silence and like always in the hurry like okay take card let's go it was danger from two sides to stay there because you can die. And actually all people who were living on the street, they die. All houses are destroyed now. And this is the place we were living. Uh, and another danger to escape because that time the city was like occupied by Russia, let's say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That time they start to rape women, to kill men, to rape children, uh, to just steal many things from the houses. Like, yeah. And it was a uh, danger to escape because those time uh, Russian, they uh, always, you know, like, for example, if you take a car, yeah, they just can put a gun and kill all family in the car. So it means like this on the street. If you drive, it was very dangerous because anytime uh, anything can fall down. Uh, that time were many victims. So two sides danger to stay there and escape there. But we yeah. escaped, fortunately. Uh, to another city, to our grandma and grandpa, and uh, I was staying with them for one month, and my family was staying with them maybe for three months. Oh, uh, then great. they came back to Kiev, and I'm from Kiev actually. Right. Wow. What an amazing story. And you said that your family safe now. Yes, uh, they yeah. safe. Of course, they safe, but uh, they they are not relaxed. They. Yeah, they, that's of course. Uh, uh, they uh, following some uh, safe uh, rules. Yeah, they they get used to. There is no another way because my father cannot left as every man in the war. Yeah, it's martial mm. law. You need to stay. You need to yeah. support the country. My mother, she is a part of my father, so she cannot also escape. And yeah. uh, I have a little brother who still needs Ukrainian education. He is yeah. 12 years old. And he's studying, um, so yeah. Yeah, tough times. I'm so happy to hear that you've got through this. And like you were saying before, it'd be very easy to be be scared and and panic. So 
Yeah. But like, like you said, everyone was very quiet and very, 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 okay, let's get through this. I just wanted to ask too, like your mother and father, like what did they do in this time to make money? And is it just, again, all on savings or has the government got some sort of rule where they give some money out to help while this time and are, are people able to work or, or what, what's happening over there now? Government, uh, they do not support we don't have money in the country. My parents, they are working slowly, slowly. Oh, working. that's Actually, good. a business about travel agency, you know, when you oh. let people go abroad to have a rest. Mm. From Ukraine to do this is very complicated because you need to use, uh, I mean, like bus train to get to the closest European airport and then you get flight from any destination. But yeah, they're still working, but tough, tough time, let's say. But the business was stopped for six months, yeah. But after mm-hmm. six months, uh, people understand they, they need to have a rest. Yeah, that's right. But it's everything is about women, like it's not about men. Only women can take rest. Yeah, so unfortunate. And I just hope that uh, sooner rather than later that everything just ends. I mean, disaster. This is a world disaster uh, came mm. to like I think it's since 2020. You know, I believe in energy. The world, yeah, is listening. It's like it's hearing our voice and we don't follow some things. And like, okay, the first step was about Corona, yeah, about pandemic. Mm. So did we get any lesson? No, we still was doing some bullshit, let's say. So after his war, after is like earthquake in the Turkey and Syria, right? Oh, it, it was yeah. uh, It was full moon. I remember full moon, 6th uh-huh. of, uh, yeah. 6th of February uh, is world disaster. We don't follow some things. And in my prediction, in my opinion, we're getting worse and worse and worse. Like ma- many lands, they will go down uh, under the water. Yeah. Maybe some lands like uh, even nearby the China, Japan, yeah, Korea, some islands uh, in the Europe. It's uh, probably Netherlands, Great Britain and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, this is time. <laughs> Not sweet time now. Yeah, I guess now... I think what I get out of the pandemic, having a lot of wasted time, not being able to travel, not being able to work, is that when it does open up, or if you do get an opportunity to travel or or, or go somewhere, you do it. <laughs> you do whatever you can to get on that flight and book that hotel and just go. Uh, don't sort of, oh, no, I'll wait till next summer no if you get an opportunity you, you do it now exactly so, now yeah. we need to take actions immediately if we get some opportunity we need to like very quickly take it yeah exactly right. yeah we I need totally to live agree. a life with one day no need to wait for near future maybe we don't have near future probably right. and, and i think that uh like people that some people are still scared to go out and it's like you're talking I'm, about china China in particular, because they're, yeah, I think they're scared. I think it's more, uh, there's more things that they're scared about other than just the pandemic. But yeah, the pandemic is still something that for them, it's, yeah, they're still very worried about it. The problem that Chinese, they don't know how to live a life. They think that um, whole life, whole world is about pandemic. 
but mm. we have actually some extra things, some extra problems and issues in our life to solve out. Uh, and I'm very happy that it happened finally in the end of 2022. Yeah, in December, there was a high level of pandemic. Everyone yes. gets sick, uh, likely and likely. But it should happen before, motherfucker. It should happen in 2020, what happened to all of us. And yeah. uh, in 2022, we already removed masks, yeah? We we already relieved our conditions to live a life. But China does only now, yeah? Very, very slow. Well, better late than never, I guess. That, no, that's, yeah, uh, better late than ever. And we can talk about the pandemic another time, but I want to talk about you growing up. So, like you've said, you, you're born in the Ukraine. Tell me what it was like growing up there when you were a kid. Uh, in Ki- was it Kiev that you you grew up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell us, tell us about Kiev. I was born in very young family of young uh, women and men. Uh, my mom was even uh, studying bachelor degree. My father as well. So I was growing up with my grannies. Yeah, they oh. grew up because parents they need to focus on their job, major, and blah blah blah. So till the six. Mm. I was living with my grandpa and grandma. I'm very grateful for them. Uh, When my parents get elderly, uh, they uh, take care of me, of course. Still, they're too young, too young, too young. Uh, Yeah, I was studying Chinese since childhood. Uh, Really? Yeah, from six years old, I think. Why? My decision. I don't know. Sometimes I uh, feel some extra things. For example, at, at six age time, yeah, I, I told, I I go to China. I will live my life in China. Mm. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, right. I did it. <laughs> well, that was that was one of my. That's going to be one of my questions later on. But yeah, why did you I start in China? Your question, so yeah. you've already answered that. So there you go. But this so, is, was planned, planned like in a long time ago. It was right. like planned trip, uh, maybe 16 years uh, ahead. And uh, were you a shy girl uh, growing up, or were you one of those confident kids? I was very shy. I was. I, I had too many complexes. Uh, I think it's related about family roots, uh, behavior, your surroundings. I was very, very smart girl. I maybe was super pooper, but I didn't have any friends. Everyone used me in the school, like uh, give me homework. Uh, what is uh, first? What is second? A, B, C, D, uh, like this. In this way, I never had uh, like friends as the girls. I don't trust women, unfortunately, in my life. Uh, all my friends, they were like, all my bodies, they were uh, boys until yeah. now. All my best friends, they are men. Yeah, right. Why was that? Were they jealous of you or was it uh, just... When I, like, get matured, yeah, I understand, yeah. <laughs> yeah, jealous, of course. Yeah. Women is a very interesting creature. Uh, they can do whatever. Like, uh, you know, like, man and woman, they don't compare anything, like... They don't compare size of boobs, size of, <coughs> yeah. But women, <laughs> women, unfortunately, oh, you're more beautiful, you're more clever, you have more this, your boyfriend is much, yeah, yeah too much headache. Yeah. So was there always a thought of you, like, leaving the Ukraine at some point? Yeah, I wanted. I was 15 years old when I told my parents that I'm leaving Ukraine. Mm. Uh, it was my decision. 
um, everyone of course will try to me to 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 uh, make me stay in Ukraine to get degree in the Ukrainian best universities. They even told me we pay money for you, but please stay in Ukraine. <laughs> no, no, I decided to be yeah by myself to work uh, to to start to be independent because I grew up in a little bit strict family. My father is a bit. A, a little bit um, uh, restrictive to me, yeah. Uh, we have. Is it on like the religious side? It's not about religion. It's about oh. just conservative mind. Oh. It's, uh, it's like you need to be back at home till 6 p.m. You need to mm. finish this by this time. Uh, make your posture stray. Uh, oh wow! Do this, don't do this. Don't do this. And blah 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 blah. Yeah. Do you have a close relationship with your mom and dad? I have a very close relationship with mom and dad, uh, more with mom than dad, but still I love them. And uh, yes. when I'm on the distance, our relationship is much better. <laughs> very yes. close and much better. <laughs> yes, yes. Where was your first move then? Where, where did you first leave the Ukraine? Uh, I was 16. I left Ukraine in my 16. I went... Uh, to try myself in Shanghai because I won a grant like scholarship in university. Mm. I was very happy to be independent. I started to work um, as every time in China. Here we do. How did you get the scholarship here? Did you have to do tests or like? Uh, to... uh, exactly. Yeah, I, I already mentioned that I was studying Chinese in like in a special oh, school. Oh, right. So I, I have this certificate, I mean, like HSK, if you're talking about this, that you need to prove your knowledge is about Chinese. I already done it. Yeah, it's like IELTS and TOEFL, the same procedure. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I just apply, uh, mention my studies, um, yeah, like what I'm applying for, which measure, which city. It's very easy. It's very easy to do, actually. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I did it. Was it was it the Jiao Tong University here in Shanghai? Tunghua, Tunghua University, uh, West Yunnan Roads, yeah, nearby. Ah, uh, <laughs> right, right. And what was the, what was the first uh, impression of Shanghai? I mean, coming from Kiev to the biggest city in the world, what were your first impressions? Yeah, it's really the biggest city in the world. When I enter the metro, the subway, the time metro station were a little bit less than now, yeah, because they already added some extra metro stations. Um, but um, that time I was like, oh, <laughs> what have I done? To be lost there, yeah. <laughs> And the amount of people is increasing. You want to see Vaitan, you cannot see Vaitan. Everyone is like, oh, this is Chinese, this is Chinese. I was very tired of this, you know. And when COVID happened, I was like, oh, oh I understand how I hate people. When <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially a lot, how I hate tourism, like when especially people a lot. So this is was kind of a yeah a gap of the rest of, from people during pandemic. Mm. And yeah, like 2019 for me, that's when I come to Shanghai. 19, first, right? 19. First the time. Gold, the golden time in China, in Shanghai. Yes. Yeah. Yes. First of January. And at that stage, it was one of the best cities to live to live in the world. There are so many things happening, lots of shows and restaurants and yeah, yeah. Exhibitions, uh, yeah art arts 
craft, whatever. And you, there was so many things. And I had my mum and sister come in, and they they loved it as well. And then pandemic hit. And I was like, bye-bye. I was like you. I went back to Australia. So did you stay here or did you go back to the Ukraine 2020? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you, only for one week. I bought tickets um, uh, for one week. We have Orthodox Christmas. It's 7th mm. of January. So yes. I tickets uh, after Christmas because before Christmas I was in a Bali. I, I would, uh, it was like my plan to spend Christmas in Bali. But after I bought tickets to Ukraine only for one week, like seven days. What is the fascination about Bali? Uh, like all the European, all the Eastern European people, a lot of them that I know, think that Bali is like the, the place to be. If you go like a little bit further, you could go down to Australia, better beaches, beautiful country. A lot of people just want to go to Bali. Well, why? Why is that? Is it just because of the money? Is it cheaper to to go there? Or? No, no, I could not say. I'm very uh, relevant to tourism. I'm. I was working in this area and on the market. Oh, you Bali is not the cheapest destination to travel. Honestly, even now, people yeah. are earning a lot of money. The landlords. Yeah, it's about real estate. Uh, people are buying villa and selling or like making Airbnb business and booking business now. Uh, so to pay for villa $5,000 is not the cheap uh, thing. Definitely. Uh, of course, if you, want, if you want to stay on the street, it's always cheap. Yeah, but if you need a comfort, I think the cheapest, like more cheap than Thailand or even mm. Philippines, let's say, you will not yeah. find in Asia. So the Bali is about uh, definitely something about magic <laughs> uh, because we know Indonesia is a Muslim country, mm. uh, but only Bali is Hindu. So everything is like a bit cuckoo about crazy things, about rituals, about uh, yeah, understanding your destiny. You mm. can find many coaches, uh, many uh, Insta bloggers, uh, yeah, the influencers. This is a the place uh, where you can maybe change your path of life mm. uh, with some challenges and difficult difficulties during staying in Bali. For example, Bali need to accept you, but uh, you need a time that Bali can accept you. For example, when I arrived, the, Bali didn't accept me because my uh, flight was delayed because of tsunami and earthquake in oh. Jakarta. <laughs> yeah, right. It was Remember 2020. That. Yeah. Beginning of January. It was destroyed and that someone someone up there is not liking you. Like uh, you just travel here and something happens and then you go there and something I always travel yeah like this yeah, unplanned plan yeah yeah so uh, it was the flight was cancelled and um, it was a bit like challenge for me I was very nervous like why 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 when 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 but unfortunately yeah after two days my phone was um, yeah it's like fucked up <laughs> I don't know why like no reason no issue before it was working like dun, 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 dun. and one day it just didn't turn on. I said, what the fuck? Do we have Apple Store? Do we have a service in Bali? No, the closest in Jakarta. <laughs> I said, in Jakarta, I cannot go. Uh, so I, 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 I have wait time till I get back to Shanghai and I repair my phone, you know, yeah. And all my money was in fucking WeChat. 
is oh, online. So right. Yeah. I, I had a lot of problems. With, and they with don't. They, they wouldn't even know what WeChat was, right? Bali. Yeah. Then I get sick. Then something else. Oh, happened. the Bali Billy. I was with my friends, and in the Bali is very popular about um, thief, uh, thieves. Like for example, oh, yes. uh, one guy is riding a bike. He see on the street is like passing a beautiful girl with iPhone, the last model. So he just take the phone and go away. This is uh, yeah, frequently happens, and uh, that happens to my friends. So we understand the Bali, they, it doesn't uh, want to accept us. And so uh, thank God with yeah, six days, we get back to Shanghai, uh, very safe, uh, very healthy, but with some issues already, which uh, were hap happened in uh, Bali. Um, but I understand Bali is too beautiful. It's too different. It's like on the one corner is different sunset, on the other is different waterfalls, beaches, jungles, the nature, the volcano. Oh, it's uh, it's orgasm. It's organ for your eyes. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, you need to you need to work hard with challenges which you will face in Bali. Yeah. Well, people need to realize that it's a third world country as well. Like it's a very poor country. Whether and, and they rely so much on the tourism. I went there in uh, 2018, I think. But for Australia, in the win in our winter, when it's cold, we go to Bali because it's so cheap. They got these really cheap flights. It's only about three or four. Yeah, I think in 2018 it was much cheaper than now. Yeah. Yeah. Def right. Definitely. It and, was and, not that promoted. It was not. It was not promoted enough that like other destinations. Yeah. But they rely so much on the tourism. And then when the COVID hit, they got hit pretty hard because there were so many tourists there that got the COVID while they were in Bali. So they had to stay there. So what do you do when you have no money? You increase the prices. So now I guess that it's probably very expensive, like you said, to go to go there to Bali now. But I want to talk about your astrology now. Where did all this start? Because I've interviewed some psychics, I've interviewed a, a fortune teller, so I've never done an astrology. So how did it all come about? Is it natural for you? Did you have to work really hard? I get to astrology, honestly, in the end of 2019. Maybe, maybe after Bali, exactly. But uh, thanks pandemic, thanks corona, I get this knowledge about life, how to feel, how to understand if you see something suspicious, how to make this jigsaw. Yeah, I understand. I understand that I need to dig deeply, but I need to find some coaches. And I found those people who were like uh, the, the tutor, the teacher, Shifu, yeah, we say, from uh, Kazakhstan and from India. Right. I had people yeah who helped me to understand so i was you know i was a person who was curious about everything like if if i ask him what he said if i ask him 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 i tried many things i uh, maybe waste a lot of money in someone's opinion for me it's invest uh, money into the knowledges which i'm using now i start from astrology then it came tarot then is numerology that is palm reading and mm. uh, now i'm in china and i'm uh, searching for Bazi teacher Bazi is chinese astrology 
basing on um, your date of birth, exactly the same methods uh, as we are doing in Western astrology, uh, but with Chinese, uh, this one animals science. Mm. Uh, it's very interesting. It's complicated, but it works very well in uh, in the marriage system. If you want to find out the date when you get married or divorce or how many marriages and blah blah blah. Wow. And how do the Chinese people react to it? Do you have more foreign people coming in to do a reading, or is it? the Chinese people more acceptant. I'm not promoted in China. I just came here, but not I, yet. I'm planning. I'm planning to set my business honestly to maybe open some store, yeah, and uh, make some uh, uh, supernatural, spiritual things. Because mm. actually, Chinese, yeah, they're non-believers. They're skeptical, uh, but they following. They following some of the things. They have Chinese tarot. They have Chinese bazi. And I, I think there will be a lot of consumers. Uh, but I have uh, for sure a lot of people from Ukraine, even from Russia, from Belarus, from this part, and even Europe. Because where I am, all my clients, they are, you know, like it happens like this. Just need to recommend. No need to even put some uh, money for targeting, for advertisement. It's just like this. Like one friend, another friend, another, 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 another. Yeah, like this. Very fast. What do you say to the the people that are skeptical about this? I never force people to get some service from me. Like mm. it should come from the heart. So yes. I, I I can say only this. After I tell you something, you won't be any more skeptical. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. They, and then yeah, it's like they're curious. Like, hmm, what's he talking about? Yeah, maybe should I try? And yeah, I, I changed a lot of skeptical people. Now they're non-skeptical. Now they're asking me 100, 1,000 questions. <gasps> what is going on? What will happen then? Yeah, then, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You're exactly right. I'll be interested to do one with you maybe later on. Uh, no problem. And, and just, just, just see how it goes. Let's get close to wrapping it up. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever had? Uh, we already mentioned uh, mentioned the sentences today. We need to live one day. We we don't need to go ahead. We don't need to stay in the past. We need to live with one day. And if you get opportunities, just take take actions. So uh, just uh, be here, be here all the time, and don't wait, and uh, don't be lazy to start something. Just do it with one day. <laughs> Uh, what advice would you give to uh, a young Ukraine girl that's sort of undecided about what she wants to do in, in life? But what advice w- would you give to them? Yeah, maybe it's not related only about girls. It's about all people who stand in Ukraine. That, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't need to give advice to them. Really, I, I need to respect them. I need to respect them. They they are fighting for my country, that yeah. they are staying with us everywhere, like for all Ukrainians, wherever they are, in Spain, in Portugal, in Canada, in Australia, in China. Uh, we are all uh, together around. We helpful. We do good job, and uh, we have a face and a big, big hope, which we don't need to lose uh, to defend and protect our country and to see in near future. Definitely, that's very well said. And your social medias. 
Maria, where can uh, people find you? As- uh, in Instagram. <laughs> All right. And to finish off, at the end, I ask you some simple questions and you tell me your top two or three favorite things as of today. Are you ready, Maria? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So who are your top two or three favorite musical artists of all time? Uh, musical artists. I I'm a singer actually, and I like. We uh, didn't we didn't even talk about that. You had a band here in China. I saw that. And you're an amazing singer. I watched videos and very impressed. I like singing. It's my because I didn't sing in my childhood. My parents they were actually skeptical to this. They they said. Uh, you don't need to waste your time. Just uh, work on your studies, learn languages, blah, 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 keep following. But I am a creative person. I cannot become, you know, a financial analytic, uh, I don't know, a manager. I cannot be a real estate manager. I'm not about accounting. I always like to try something. Uh, so uh, I didn't sing in Ukraine, so I'm singing now. Yeah, in Shanghai, in Ukrainian restaurant, Haluki, you know, maybe you heard, I'm singing there. And actually, my singing career started in China. For that, I'm very thankful. Right. That some, yeah, put trust on me and uh, faith in my singing future. In the near future, probably, uh, I, I I would like to visit, uh, you know, like the voice that China has talent or the voice, something like oh, this. Oh, there you go. I want to try. So cool. Yeah. Pursue it. Keep doing it. Thank you. I think, yeah, very. I, 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 invite, I invite you for my performance very soon. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, your top two or three favorite artists. Uh, so, let's say I like Adele very much. Adele. Come on. Uh, I like Nirvana and I like Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> there you go. Top three favorite cuisines. Not Chinese, definitely. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, China. Sorry, Xi Jinping. I hate Chinese food. <laughs> I have big problems, you know. Uh, first, when you come here, you're very picky, uh, like mm. uh, about which oil they're using. I didn't know when I arrived. I didn't know that they're using pig oil, you know. Oh pig. yes. And it's very harmful for your digestive system and for your skincare and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I understand. I started to follow like Muslim people are doing. Yeah, only halal, only halal, because it's the way how they live their style. And I was following the same. I was eating only in halal restaurants. I mean, about Chinese food. Because mm-hmm. I cannot go to any Chinese restaurant and to eat any food. I need to be, you know, very, very uh confident what they put in what they add in it's about spices about oil and many kind of food i like uh high quality food because i used to eat it yeah i'm from europe come on like <laughs> it's a normal food we yes. don't save money for food we like we, we even can give more than to eat this is uh instant noodles and <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i like doubt i can eat only doubt i like doubt things uh, so the best cuisine, the best cuisine. I like Ukrainian cuisine. I miss a lot. So please let me put tick here. Ukrainian cuisine, Georgian cuisine. Yes, I've heard cuisine, of that. Yes. And Indian cuisine. Come on. Love it. Last question, Maria. Uh, who is your greatest inspiration slash hero and why? Our President Zelensky. 
that's As that's now, a good one yes yes for now he is on the top on the range he's like a he's turned into like a cult hero now he's he's got all these millions and millions of followers on social media and He's a simple person. He's like we are. He doesn't yeah. need to wear Gucci, Armani, Louis Vuitton. He wears like simple mass markets. And yes. He. Why I respect him because all our presidents in our corrupted Ukrainian country, they are all motherfuckers. Mm. Uh, they could not uh, face to this kind of challenges, and for for them the best way was just escape. But he is the first one who didn't escape. He's still there. We know the address. He uh, doesn't hide. So respect <laughs> a lot. That's great. So cool, Maria. Thank you very much for your time. What an amazing story. I think you've got a bright future, especially with the music, and all the best for the future with your astrology and your Thank business you. as well. Yeah, it was also a great time to talk to you. Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use a code. Tell Craig your story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic.